every week. Like, you know, they just do it. So when you start adding that up, like they're literally paying thousand dollars a month for, for jujitsu. So um, these price points are there. You just have to be able to pull the value out and be able to set the programs up for them to do that. For over 260 episodes, Dwayne Brummett and Ali Albarigo have been sharing how to take your martial arts school to the next level. Welcome to another edition of SchoolOwnerTalk.com. Now here's your host, Dwayne and Ali. Hello, Dwayne Brummett here with Ali Albarigo, SchoolOwnerTalk.com. Ali, good morning, sir. Hey, good morning to you, and, and welcome to our special guest here. I'm happy to have you back with us again. You're one of our sponsors from uh, for our podcast, so great to have you here at academykings.com, and, and you know, just love to have you here, and um, we have a great topic. So, Dwayne, do you want to jump right in? Yeah, I do. Um, so, we're, we're talking about the, the power of a high-ticket offer, and then, you know, really what it can do to help you outspend your competitors on your, on your ads, uh, but before we get into that, um, Lance, I want to thank you because, and by the way, I don't know if you said your name, it's Lance Trippett, who's oh, yeah. on, on the podcast today, but um, I want to thank you for the last time you were on, you talked about weekly payments, uh, and I will be, by the end of this summer, I will be switching uh, over to weekly payments, and uh, it, it, that I think that's going to be a game changer for us. Um, and I remember the story that you talked about with your grandfather, you would go out and uh, uh, you know, on Saturdays, I even remember you said, yeah, he'd grab his hat, and oh, yeah. his suit and tie, and he hit yeah. own property and he'd go out and, uh, um, you know, collect the rent, uh, you know, weekly. And you're like, yeah. Grandpa, people pay their mortgage monthly. Why do you do it weekly? And he said that, it, well, one, you, you're able to catch up on a, a, a late payment quicker. Two, you have cash flow, which is amazing. And I, and I messed up. Uh, I think I, I, uh, I, for some reason, I thought it was you get two point, uh, or excuse me, four point two percent more payments, but it's actually four point three percent more payments. Correct? Well, four point like you would do the math four time four point three to like figure out how many weeks it is. So if you were doing a a one one month payment, uh, typically you would divide it by four. But for this kind of idea, you do four point three is actually going to give you that payment. That's eight percent increase uh, for the for the uh, payment. Yeah. And I wish I would have known that in the beginning, because just like any small business, you know, a martial arts school is a small business owner. Uh, cash flow is king. And, you know, the the billing companies that we used to use back in the day, they would say, yeah, you know, it's going to be you, you bill them either on the first or the 15th. Um, and then they switch to like uh, all the fives. You can do the first, the 15th, the 10th, the 15th, the 20th. Now we can bill them anytime just because yeah. we all have the ability to be able to do that with modern technology. And uh I, this is going to be a game changer. So tell me before we get into our topic, I'm I'm curious, like when you guys switched to that model, what did that do for you guys and your clients? So we were we were already doing uh, 60, 70,000 a month, I think, at that time. Um, and when we made that switch, that one switch alone got us about 50 to 60,000. I don't remember the number exactly, um, but it was between 50 and 60,000 extra that year just by making that one switch. That's, see, that's amazing, right? Yeah. What's, what's really the works uh, really well? Uh, uh, what's the drawback that you hear from people, um, or they just don't even know? Like all the new people, it doesn't even—they don't even know there's any difference, right? Yeah, they don't know. Uh, and 
I mean, we've done this for years and uh, we have never had an issue with it at all. Um, never really ever at all. <laughs> the only <laughs> thing that comes up sometimes is they say, hey, can I do it every two weeks? And it still works out to the same thing. Uh, so you just, you're just charging every two weeks. So not, don't think like the first and the 15th, but it's like literally every two weeks. So, you know, it might be the first and then the 14th and then, uh, you every know, other you know, Friday or whatever. Yeah. You know, 14 days later. So, so do you find it, first of all, does it cost you more processing wise a little bit not, more? Not really because you're still like, you know, you're getting your 2% or 3% fee. Um, and if it's 2% on 100, you're paying two bucks. If it's 2% on you know, 25, you're paying uh, 50 cents or whatever it is. Okay. Uh, so it, it still kind of adds up to the, be the same typically for your fees. And now it's all through automation. Obviously, you have a billing software or a company or whatever you're using, yep. right? So then it's not like it costs you more time and effort and work, right? It's all being automatically followed up on. So piece of people go delinquent, they'll catch up the next week or a few days later, and it's all automated. So it's not going to create yeah. a, heck of a lot of more work for you, right? So no. then, let me ask you this. what What's the grace period? Because I know like for us, if we pay, uh, if we're on a monthly, I give them five days before I add on, you know, an extra five bucks or 10 bucks because they're late. Like what, what was there a great yeah, We really haven't had any late fees. Like we don't put late fees on it. Um, we typically just, you know, if we see somebody go delinquent or, or whatever, we just end up giving them a call. Typically it's, um, you know, like credit card expired, you know, and with all the hacks and stuff like that now, um, you know, there's a lot of like, Hey, I had my credit card compromised. I need to give you a different card. Um, things like that. Very rarely is it just like, oh, I'm just not going to pay you anymore. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I, th that that's going to be a game changer, I think. So I I, I wanted to tell you that I, I uh, appreciate that and I'm going to implement it. Great. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's interesting too. Uh, you know, like I have a hard enough time getting some of my clients who are martial arts school owners to even just break out of that cycle of billing on the first and the 15th. And, you know, not only does this bring you, this method brings you weekly cash flow, um, but, um, you know, it, it's, you know, of course you're making more money in the long run. But I find it to be interesting at how school owners are so dead fast set on, uh, you know, I'll only bill on the first and the 15th. And then they're always waiting around for the money to come in before they could pay bills or do anything with. With their money this way there's an influx of money all the time in your checking account right well I, you know that and also i think um one of the reasons that people are hesitant to do it like you kind of said is a lot of times and this goes from selling this goes from you know the amount that you're going to charge for your stuff all of these things are typically like us as owners or martial artists we're like making decisions based out of our pocket or our kind of idea yeah. So then it's like, oh, well, I get paid on the 1st and the 15th. Like I should probably bill on the 1st and the 15th. Right. Like, so, the, you know, the, there's never really a, a – it's typically a limiting belief of our own why we do certain things. Yeah, it, it always is, isn't it? Right. Where, where, you know, our fears are our own buying habits, our own perception of what money is. I mean, I find that to be the biggest martial art flaw. And I want to jump onto your topic, too. But I find that, you know, martial artists are afraid to be business owners. And, you know, we talked yeah. about this personally, you know, the McDojo saying, and I'm holding up my quote fingers for those that are on just a, a audio portion of this. But, um, but yeah, so, 
so you know they're they're afraid that their perception of them as a business owners means that they're a sellout that all they care about is money when the reality is you would never say that to a doctor or a lawyer or someone else but as martial artists we have this crazy humility and humbleness to not want to separate it like don't look at me as a business owner like i had a mom I, the other day send me a email and she started off with you know i know you run a business and right away the hair on the back of my neck stood up and then but the rest of the line when i finally read it was but you care about the students and the kids first and foremost and that's all you care about then i was like okay but right away i was on the defense don't call yeah. me a businessman don't don't try to call me that businessman guy because i get mad you know i'm not a businessman i'm a karate guy you know like, <laughs> but um you know scary yeah, no, I, I, you know, I think it's it's important to understand that that we are running a business, and you know, it will allow us or deter us, I guess, from from making bad choices if we think of it as a business um, rather than a hobby or just a right. you know a martial arts class or whatever. Like it yes. down, you know, when it comes down to it, we're, we are running a business. Absolutely, and you know, I think that everyone knows that they just don't want to admit to it, right? I always say. Sure. You know, a McDojo is, they say that saying is somebody who's a sellout or makes a lot of money. But everybody, if you're charging $1 a month or you're charging, you know, $400 a month, you're still charging. So you're sure. still, you know, I, I, I don't I don't understand where that disconnect is. Anyway, so Dwayne, we're going to get into our topic, right? I, one more point, I think. I think it's typically what you see is jealousy uh, is where these things, I think, resonate from. Yeah. Uh, you know, like... Uh, the guy down the street's only making, you know, uh, $5,000 a year doing martial arts. And he sees somebody down the street making 500,000 and he's like, Oh, that guy has to be a sellout. That guy has to be, you know, robbing people. There's no way to do this without, you know, doing that. And, and it's really right. just, again, a limiting belief and a jealousy. I think a lot of times. Yeah. And I think people, you know, I forget who I think I was like, oh, last week I did a podcast on my other podcast with uh, Stephen Oliver and um, who's a very, very smart businessman. And he talked about that with, you know, the perception of value. Right. And he said that, you know, he said that he found and he I think they have three price points. It's like two ninety seven, four ninety seven and six ninety seven. Right. And I'm, am I'm amazed. That's like a Corvette payment. Right. To think in yeah. that seven hundred dollars a month range or a condo in some small you know, places. But um, he said every single time that he got his clients to raise their value, they he thought, you know, everyone thought they'd go down in, in enrollment, but his enrollment went up. So he charged more, he signed up more people. He charged even more, he signed up more people. So it's an interesting, you know, analogy of, of a price value. Well, yeah, I mean, even if, uh, you know, in, in jujitsu, a lot of times people are doing private lessons and I, I'm sure it's in all martial arts. But, you know, so we have, you know, we're, we're basically charging about $250, a month um, is kind of like what our price point is, $59 a week. And then um, on top of that, we have people doing one, two, three private lessons a week, every week, like, you know, they just do it. So when you start adding that up, like they're literally paying $1,000 a month for, for jujitsu. So um, these price points are there. You just have to be able to pull the value out and be able to set the programs up for them to do that. Um, yeah. You know, so, so, you know, yeah, it seems expensive, but you know, I have a, I have a student that's a, a pilot, you know, makes two fit 250,000 a year. His wife owns an accounting firm and um, you know, he, he pays the, the, uh, the monthly, you know, payment. And then he also does two private lessons a week, every week. Yeah. You know? And it's like, 
Yeah, they, they have the money to spend. So you want to have a, uh, a ladder, I guess, or a value ladder proposition for that client. You know, it's interesting, just quickly, and we'll jump back. So the mindset is everything, right? Because we think about, I, I just did it, right? Well, you could have a Corvette, you know, and you know what? Many people do have a Corvette and yeah. they pay that money for that Corvette or they'll pay for their whatever and they're paying it. They're finding a way to come up with that money. So if they value the service and they love jujitsu or our style or whatever it is yeah. and they want it, somehow they'll find a way for it. I think that we've been so such a low ticket item for so long and we're finally catching up to what we should be worth. I mean, I, I pay for guitar lessons. I pay $100 for a 40-minute lesson every week. Yep. Um, um, of course, he's world-renowned guitar teacher. He's the lead guitarist of the band Whitesnake. Oh, um, right. but, uh, but for me, it's va it's the value. I'm, I think I'm underpaying, you know, for this guy's Oh, yeah, I would imagine. <laughs> right? So, um, but at the same time, it's valuable enough to me to come up with that 400 bucks a month or whatever it is, $500 a month to train with him. I yeah. mean, so is he why charging would you weekly? Yeah, I pay weekly. I, I pay, but I, job, I, I man. you must have talked. <laughs> yeah, I, I, pay I, on pay, I pay on PayPal. <laughs> I just keep sending money. It seems like I'm always hitting the send button. Um, but uh, but yeah, it, yeah. Look at and he's doing like 40 lessons a week. You know, that's wow. pretty insane, right? Um, but so tell us about your your topic, though. I think that's pretty exciting to hear about the high ticket items and all the other stuff. Well, I think it goes into a little bit about what we're talking about now, like you know, valuing yourself, valuing your business. Um, and then really kind of the, the idea of this is that I can outspend my competition. So um, if I can acquire students for free or uh, make money off that acquisition of a new student, um, now I can pretty much unlimit, uh, I have limitless uh, ability to market. And so, you know, my, my academy, I have a big academy. Um, we do, you know, three to $5,000 a month on Facebook ads. Um, the ability that I'm able to do that is because I charge upfront before people try a class. Um, so I'm getting five, $600 upfront before they even try a class. And it's all through just, you know, kind of, uh, what we call a consultative approach, doctor, lawyer kind of idea, sit down, ask some questions and, uh, and try to fill their need or fill their pain point. Okay, so that it sounds way too good to be true. So go <laughs> go a little deeper into that if you could. You know, like so for the listeners out there, of course, that are stuck in their own mindset, this is a huge paradigm shift. And by the way, paradigm is a I used to think that's how you pronounce the word. <laughs> so Dwayne and I have an ongoing joke. Um so the paradigm shift, right? So um so so tell us how, like for for you, you get this going. Take us a little bit more detail if you could. Well, I, I think it goes back to, again, some of the stuff that we talked about before where um, we're pricing things, we're, um, we're, we're putting out offers based on uh, our own experience or our own wallets or our own beliefs on money. Um, you know, and, and I really think it goes back to a long time ago where people uh, saw like the guy down the street giving 30 days of jujitsu away or giving two weeks of martial arts away. Um, or like, Hey, three classes for 19 bucks. Like really what this is, is a myth or a, um, kind of a thing that we saw box gyms doing, you know, gold gym, LA fitness, all of these guys. The problem is they have really, really deep pockets so they can afford to advertise thousands of dollars a month and not worry about getting return on a uh, ad spend right away. Where us as small business owners, we don't have, you know, corporate backing and things like that. 
Like if I spend $5,000, $10,000 a month on ads and I don't get that money back, like I might not have enough money to start advertising next month. So the idea is like, and I think a lot of it, again, we saw Gold's Gym do it like, you know, seven days for $1 or whatever. So it's like, oh, well, I need to do that too. Not knowing how to have a good process or system in place to, to get money from them, uh, from our new clients. So now we're sitting there with that money for 30 days, 60 days, however long, trying to get that original ad spend back. Um, so I think that's one of the problems, kind of just seeing like, oh, the neighbor down the street, you know, is selling martial arts for 30 days free, two weeks free, like whatever it is. And then just copying that, not really having a system, not really having a process. So now, so when you say you go through this contemplative type thing, when you're, you're doing a meeting with them and you're getting them to pay up front um, to go through it, what does that look like? Someone comes in or you set it up online? Yeah. So we, we run ads, uh, you know, just Facebook ads and things like that, Instagram ads and stuff. Uh, and so typically what it is, is the offer again, um, is one of the reasons that we get a lot of leads. Um, you know, if you just say like free class or free week, like that's, that's cool, but they can go anywhere in your area and probably get a free class or a free um, week of martial arts. Okay. What we do is we, you know, we'll change it up and it'll be, you know, like a warrior program or something like that, like six week warrior program, or, um, you know, maybe it's a kid's leadership course or, you know, we, we throw the idea of it is the program is always going to be the same for us. It's a six week kind of onboarding uh, trial class or trial experience but we, we can wrap the paper a little bit different. So sometimes it might have red wrapping paper and that's like a kid's offer. Sometimes it's blue wrapping paper and that's a uh, adult offer. But the idea is like the program or, or idea is always going to be the same. And we just throw a different name on it. You know, maybe if we're looking at a fitness kickboxing, it's, you know, weight loss thing. Maybe if it's, uh, um, again, um, uh, adult jujitsu, maybe we're doing warrior or um, executive challenge or something like that. So, so let me get this straight. So they run it, you run an ad, the ad brings them in for a free trial class to get them in. Nope, or we just run it as a six week warrior program or six week uh, leadership program or something like that. Um, and then basically they come in and, and they'll, they'll make that appointment on their own, click the ad, go right to a landing page for an appointment, click the appointment. Um, and then they come in uh, and actually sit down with us. And, and it's a, like I said, a consultative appointment. It's not a free class. It's they don't even get on the mat. A lot of people say like, "Hey, what do I need to wear?" It's like, "Oh, no, this is a no sweat appointment. Come on in, and we're going to talk and see if we have a good program for you." They come in, ten minute conversation, and then we we sell them into a program. Wow, interesting. So not even having them try the class, they're doing an, a meeting. Your goal setting. You're going over their desires and what they want. Then you're selling them into some sort of starter program. Yep. The goal is six weeks that they yep. fall in love with what you do. And now they roll into a weekly payment program that you do. Now, is the payment, do you have contract term period or is it pay a month, you know, month to month kind of so thing? So we use the six week period as a trial. So like a lot of academies or martial arts schools have a great culture. So not only do we use the, the six week trial for a trial for them, but we're also like actually testing them out to see if they're a good fit for our program. Yeah. Um, we have a great culture. We have a great um, thing. And really like when people come in, if they're not a good fit, we, we actually don't take them. Um, but the idea is like, it's a two way street, right? Like they're trying us out. We're trying them out. 
Yeah, and that's important these days because I get a lot of people that I just don't want around me. That yeah, just- and, and so we do a – go ahead, Dwayne. No, I was going to say that's that's where the mind shift is at, where we have to be the buyer and yep. not not the seller. And And I think that's where – for many, many years that we've gone wrong is we've been the seller. I got to sell this to them. Well, no, I got to see it. I got to be the buyer. Like you've got to prove to me that this is where you want to be and that you're at this level of a type of person or income or whatever it is. Um, And I think that that changes the mindset of the school owner. If you become the buyer rather than the seller. Yeah. And, and one thing that will help with that, you know, typically most of the schools that we kind of start working with are struggling. Like they don't have the money. They don't like, they want every person that walks in the door, you know, as long as they have a pulse, they want them involved. And um, the, the truth is doing some of these things, changing that weekly pricing, getting upfront, you know, we, we charge $600 for the six week program. So getting that $600 upfront. Now I have the ability to start to have some cash flow be able to charge the right amount. And now I'm not uh, what we call like commission breath. Like I don't need to sell to somebody that they need to prove to me that they're going to be a good fit for our program. And that's where you become the buyer and not the seller. Yep. Yeah. And so then parlay that then into um, you know, being able to outspend your, your competition, because I mean, obviously if you're able to bring in $600 from every uh, I mean, you, you, you know what your percentages are, but yeah, let's we, we typically if people come in, like when people start working with us, if they are already decent at sales, they're going to start at 50, 60%. If they are really bad at sales, they might be closing at 40%. Um, but typically like around that 40% is, is just kind of following the scripts and basically just reading the information or talking to the people correctly. Um, you're going to be closing around 40%. As you start to dial in the system, like we close at around 80% at my school. Um, so that's, you know, that's kind of the, the numbers that we see. Um, and so for then us, you gotta actually be making money on the front end. Uh, and so you're, you're able to cover your costs for the next month of yeah. Facebook ads because of the way that you're doing it. Yeah. So, you know, we recommend people coming in, like would, would have about a $50 a day ad spend and people are like, Oh my gosh, you know, that's 1500 bucks. Um, like I don't have that much money to, to, uh, to run ads, but really kind of the, the offer itself, like I said, it kind of starts, we call it the LPL system leads pay for leads. So, um, the idea of that is, uh, you know, you might spend $50 the first day, $50 the second day, $50 the third day. So typically somebody's going to come in, they're going to spend about $150 to start their ads. Um, by day four, people are coming into the Academy and, and we're starting to have those sales conversations. Typically, if we run three days worth of ads, you know, we might have three, four appointments within that first four or five day period. Um, and once you start closing, if you're closing at 50%, that first person you sell, now you just made $500 or $600, depending on your price point. Uh, and I can take that 150, I put that back in my pocket. Now I don't have any ad spend out. And I'm like playing with the house's money, if you want to say that. Um, but the idea is like now I have $350 that I made off that first sale and that's my ad spend. So now that gives me basically day one to day 12 to be able to run my ads. And if I make one more sale, that's going to get me from day 12 to day, you know, 28 or whatever it is. Um, so like literally you can not have to spend any money on ads. You don't have to have an ad budget. You just get that 
upfront cash and you push that back into ads. And that's how, you know, we can get people that are getting, oh, we had 56 signups last month. Like that's how you do that by generating that cash and then using that cash to run more ads. Yeah, that's amazing. I, I constantly am trying to explain to people who are doing digital marketing that, you know, even if you think about your budget per month, let's say you have a thousand dollar budget per month and you in one of those months, you sign up 10 people at one hundred and fifty dollars. Perpetually, those 10 people are going to be paying your thousand dollar budget every single month. What happens, yep. though, I'm astonished with the mindset of martial arts schools um, owners. Right. Like they're like, yeah, but that month I made money, but this month I lost money. I'm like, no, you 10 people are paying for effort, right? They're gonna, <laughs> yeah. Unless they quit and you add a new one in, they're going to be paying your marketing. So anybody after that is pure gravy, right? So yep. the way you're doing it too makes total sense. Maybe it'll help them understand a little bit even better because they're literally each new student pays a certain percentage of your marketing. And then that's what continually keeps your marketing budget at, almost at a zero out-of-pocket expense. It's still an well, expense. It's more than a zero because you're actually you're making money. So when yeah, you right. the, the leads pay for leads and then some. Like yeah. I mean, really, that should be the. <laughs> so it's, yeah, uh, we, it's LPL plus. about five five to one. Uh, so like across all the Academy Kings, average is about five to one on on uh, our we call like ROAS return on ad spend. So you know, literally, you put a hundred dollars in, you're going to get five hundred out. Um, yeah, and so. And the one of the the other kind of big things that people, I think it's hard for them to understand. It's like they would rather get, say, 20 to one on $100 than they would get, you know, five to one or even say two to one on $10,000. Right. Like, you know, if I spend, if I get 20 to one on $1,000 or even just say $100, I make two grand. That's great. I made $1,900 with my $100 of ad spend. Right. But if I can make two to one on my $10,000 ad spend, I just made 20 grand. So, right. or 10,000, you know, like with, with the, uh, you know, take my original ad spend off. I make, I make $10,000. Like I'd rather make $10,000 than 1900. And it goes back to knowing your numbers, tracking that information, knowing that like, okay, I spent a thousand on ads, but I made 5,000. Like I'm going to spend 2000 next month to make 10. And you just keep cranking that, that system up. So, so tell me this, like, I know I, I saw a great interview with one of your BJJ clients that you coach. And, um, I think the dude literally quadrupled his enrollment in a very short period of time, went from X amount of dollars to like in the tens and tens of thousands every month. Do you find like, you, you know, the, the people that sign up for these programs are long-term clients? What's the, what's the attrition rate on people? Like what, what do you find in your consulting practice? So we typically get people to stick around for a long time. They, so they will come in um, with the idea of like, you know, everybody has the same problem. Like when you talk to them, I need more leads. So like, right. no matter what it is, like they want more leads. Right. So it's like, okay, well to get leads, you need a better offer. And the better offer, you know, like, again, if you're doing a one day trial or seven day trial or whatever, versus like a six week program, right? So now that six week program, we're going to give them nutrition. We're going to give them an accountability coach or what we call a mentor, um, so like a liaison between them and the academy. So again, like we give them a really good offer that we've tested all over the country, works really well. You get a ton of leads. So that's kind of like step one. Step two is everybody has the problem of like, man, nobody shows up for their appointments. 
So it's like, okay, what do we have to do to get people to show up? We have a different system for that. We call it the King's AI. And, and that system actually works all the leads for them. They don't have to call anybody. They don't have to text anybody. They literally just show up and the appointments are there and they close them. So, you know, a lot of ad agencies and, and kind of things like that, or even like if you're teaching someone ads, like that's going to fix that one problem of leads. But how do you get them to spend 500 in, you know, a 10 minute conversation? How do you get them to stick around beyond that into a what we call a blue belt program, uh, 12 month membership or 18 month membership? From there, how do I get them to stick around for that next level of service? How do I upsell them? Kind of that cash kingdoms that we talked about last time a little bit. Yeah. So how about this? And I've been mentioning this since our last conversation. Um, you had said that 25% of the people that don't show up with the proper marketing will eventually show up and join your program, right? You said that- uh, well, 25, I think it was 25% uh, of reschedules. So if somebody cancels an appointment or reschedules, they will, 25% will actually sign up for your program. So, so then- so if they reschedule or if they cancel and then reschedule, um, they are more likely to sign up for your program. Now, what about those, like you, you had mentioned with ad agencies and leads, right? Like people get this all the time. They go, I'm getting a lot of leads. They're just not coming in. Yep. So uh, of course you have an automation funnel where, you know, they're getting consistent automations, emails, text messages, and so on. Yep. Um, what do you find with those people? Uh, what percentages of people who are, uh, signing up for a class, not showing up for a class that you eventually so get. Manual lead nurture, meaning like literally the owner of the school calling, texting themselves, whatever. Um, we see on average is about 16 to 20% show up okay. rate. So they set an appointment. What's that? Still a good number though. Decent. Yeah. But so with the, with our AI system, we, we actually see that on average, we're about 50 to 60% show up rate. Wow. Um, and it's, it's literally an AI. Like they, it, it learns as it does more for your business. So it starts to learn the color of your building, what, you know, what the street looks like in front of it and like all of like the crazy stuff that it does. Um, but uh, that's all through text message too. We don't do any emails. We don't do any phone calls all through text wow. messaging. Interesting. That's really, really great. I think that's a big thing for people that are like, Hey, I'm paying for advertising and I'm getting a ton of leads and they're not showing up. So like they feel like they've wasted their money. And uh, they don't do any real follow up and follow through. So, I mean, that's something that they're leaving a lot of money on the table and, and potential. Yeah, and, even, and even again, like we've done a lot of surveys of, of staff and things like that. So um, they typically will only call a lead about two days um, where like our system will work it for like six weeks. So, um, you know, it doesn't eat, doesn't sleep, doesn't take vacations, like yeah. doesn't get a text message and forget that they're supposed to be, you know, calling leads or anything like that. Right, right, right. Um, yeah. You know, and, and if you've ever had anyone working leads for you, like, you know, it's, it's a hassle because if you're not doing the leads yourself, like, I mean, if you're getting a hundred leads a month, you should be spending four to five hours a day um, reaching out to those leads, getting in setting appointments. No right. one does that. No. And even when they ticked the box and said that they did, you know, for a fact that they, I mean, I had that with my program managers yep. all the time. You know, I knew that. And by the way, that's when I, I got Spark. Um, I was like, wow, the automation process alone took the, took the job from the program manager and yep. it made it was efficient and, and professional and never got tired, never got lazy, um, always did what it said it was going to do yeah. the computer. Right. So that's great though. That's fantastic. All right, cool. Very, I love this stuff. So thank you so much. A lot of really great things you're sharing with the listeners. So thank you for doing that. Good, good.
Yeah, anything I can I can help with. Yeah, so so tell us more about the so the high ticket offers. Like I know that's basically what you're doing, and you also have a webinar coming up too that people could get on that you're going to be doing also on something similar, right? Yeah, I'm going to go a little bit more in depth on on how to build an offer, um, how the kind of AI system works, and and how you can do a little bit better lead nurture even on your own, um, and really just kind of. Uh, those kind of three steps, how to get more leads, how to close them a little bit better into that high ticket. And then obviously the lead nurture side so, of it. So let me ask you this. I, I have, I'm running a 30 day special and Dwayne, I'm sorry, you know, you could just yell at me if I keep talking, which you probably should every second of the day <laughs> um, because I always talk too much. Um, but um, so I'm running a 30 day free special. Yeah, I can afford it. And I've been around long enough and I kind of like the pressure off that I don't have to sell, yeah. um, but I'm finding now towards the summer a lot of people are doing my special, loving it. I mean, saying, wow, this is the best program I ever did. We'll see you in August or September or October. And now I know if they take a period of time away, they're probably not going to come back. Sure. So what would you do if you're in my situation as far as closing the sales even sooner or um, you know, before the 30 days up? What would you do in that case? Um, you know, I like to kind of find out, like I like to have that talk with people, like in general, I want to know why, why they're there. Right. Um, because again, like, uh, I don't want people to, like tire kicking, right? I don't want them coming in doing their 30 days and leaving. Um, you probably want to maybe look at some kind of, uh, earlier offer, right. um, kind of, you know, like, even if you have like the whole 30 days, you can still give them that 30 days, but it's like, Hey, this is the early bird offer. If you want to, yeah. if you want to, you know, take it now, I'm going to give you these bonuses or these extras or whatever, if you take that offer now. Yeah. And I, I do do that. And that's, that's something that I try to give them either a, a, a cost effectiveness towards a gear package that they're going to get or free, whatever, or so that's interesting, but yeah. So then that, that's something to definitely so try. Even, even on a seven day offer or a 30 day offer, anything like that, like you can still uh, generate a 500, $600 price point um, upfront. So after that first class, like you can still generate that, that same amount upfront. Uh, we've done seven day offers before where, you know, we'll offer a paid in full um, and a $500 basic down payment. Um, so, you know, those offers work. It's just having a sales process, knowing how to do it, and then having the correct bonuses or, or uh, offers that go along with that, the value stack, they kind of call that. Hmm. Interesting. Dwayne, what do you think? I, I, I love um, the themed things. So, you know, the, uh, the get fit six week, get fit, um, warrior, the, the leadership course or the warrior. Um, I, I love that you're getting them to sign up for a six week commitment of a program, but it's not, it's not too long. You know, it's yep. not a baseball season. It's like half of a baseball season <laughs> yeah. type thing. Um, yeah, I, I'm really intrigued by that. I, 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 I like that. And then, and so, the, so the other thing that, that, um, doesn't get talked about a lot is um, the idea of free, like people don't value it, right? So uh, the, the student typically doesn't value it. You know, like how many times have you signed somebody up for a 30 day trial and they just never came back and did any of their lessons? Yeah. Like it happens, right? And people are like, oh, why would they do that? I'm like, I don't know why, but it happens every day. Um, so the student typically doesn't value that free offer. Um, you know, you'll get people, like I said, it definitely works. Like you'll get people in there, you'll sign people up, all of those things. Um, but even us as owners, like you said, like, eh, it's not, you know, I don't want it to be too hard. And like, they go through their program. If they sign up, they do, if they don't, it's cool. Um, 
we don't value it very much either, right? So the idea of like this kind of six-week thing is I'm getting them to, to put some skin in the game. They're, like I said, they're typically paying uh, $500 or $600 up front for that six-week program. At that point, they're kind of bought in. If you pay $600 for your guitar lessons, like you're going to practice a little bit more. You're going to do the things, you're, right? Like you're a yeah. little bit more bought into the process. You're going to read the material. You're going to watch the videos, whatever. Us as owners, if I'm on the hook for somebody's $600 six-week program and I promise them all this stuff and then I don't deliver, I know they're going to blast me on Google review or Facebook review or want their money back or whatever it is. So I'm a little bit more bought in too, to have that relationship and kind of be engaged with them. And what it really happens is, is we just see a really great onboarding experience for this person in that six weeks. And then as they move into the membership, it's like they already know the gym. They already know the instructors. They're already really bought into the program. And now it's like, hey, here's your next step versus that kind of free offer. And even if you're doing a seven day free and you close them on the first day, if you don't have a really good onboarding experience for them, we've seen like we've done a lot of tests where the six week people will stay two and a half times longer than a seven day um, person that gets closed on the first day. Because in a way it's kind of a pressure sale. Like you're saying like, hey, take this offer. If you don't take this offer, like, you know, you can't be part of the gym, you'll get your seven days, but that's it. And so people are like, oh, I want the free gi, I want the whatever, so I'll take the offer. But then two weeks in, they, they didn't have a great experience. Three weeks in, they didn't have a great experience. And now we look at them as just another student. We're not doing anything extra for them. They're looking at themselves like, wait a second, these guys were really cool that first day. And now I'm just one of the, one of the sheep here. What's going on? So right. it's kind of like a two-way buy-in. Yeah, well, yeah. And I, you, uh, I didn't do it this past year, but every year before COVID, um, I had always done a, uh, a karate for Christmas offer. So the karate for Christmas offer was two months, uh, a uniform, uh, a belt testing uh, for, you know, $49.99. And uh, then I got great. Like my biggest one was, uh, I think, 76 people signed up for that one year. Well, then I decided uh, I want to bump that to $69 because I want to see, you know, if I could get the 70 some odd people. And I think I don't remember what it was, but it, it, it was in the 50s. Like we didn't get to the 70s at all. But I did. I went back and I dissected uh, the individuals that paid the $50 compared to the people that paid the 69. Um, one is where did I make more money up front? But then two, where did I, where, you know, where was the longevity of the student? And, and we had 25% more $69 people stay longer than we had $50 people stay longer. Yep. And so that just, uh, to me, that said something about, um, you know, their, their buy-in, what they saw the value of the program because they were willing to pay that much more money. And, you know, I honestly don't think that the, the, the program itself was any different from one year to the next. In fact, I know it wasn't. But the way that they perceived the value of the program was different. And I, and yeah. I think that that is key as owners. We've, we've really got to understand that. Then it goes back to, I believe, what we talked about before. When someone is, you know, paying more, they value it more in most cases. Yep, Absolutely. And, you know, typically those people are going to be the ones that don't complain as much, don't uh, give you a hard time. They just kind of go with the flow. They're super easy to deal with. Um, you know, that that's typically my uh, 
my view on it and what my experience is at least. Um, the other thing that, that also leads to the idea of um, the upsell, right? So the idea of these people came in, maybe they paid the $19 for three classes or they did the seven day free trial or 30 day free trial. And then all of a sudden we're like, oh, by the way, you know, martial arts is now $200 a month or 49 a week or whatever price point we're selling it at. And they're like, wait a second, I just did a free offer. And now you're telling me it's 200 bucks a month. Like, what do you mean? So for ours, it's, Hey, you just paid $600 for six weeks, $99 a week. And what we do is we only give them two or three days a week, uh, classes. So the structure is really kind of dialed down. We have, you know, depending on what program they're doing, two or two or three days. And then when we go offer them that next level of service, our blue belt program, it's like, hey, are you liking it? Are you loving it? Cool. Like, why don't you stick around and get into our blue belt program? You're doing really well. Um, the cool thing is now you actually get unlimited classes. We give them a team gi. Um, and we're like, oh, by the way, like you just paid 99 for uh, a week and, and now you get it half price. So it's only 49 a week. Um, so now they're like, oh, wow, that's cool. Like it's cheaper than what I'm doing. And I get more like, that's awesome. <laughs> so yeah. works really well psychology wise to sell them into those next programs. That's awesome. That's a great, great methodology too. I mean, I think that's the biggest problem too. When people are doing free memberships for me, even for the free month, I make sure up front, they know the price. I, years ago, I, when people would call me, I would, They'd say, how much are you? I'd say, hey, listen, we have many different programs. Please come in and I'll explain them all to you. It's too difficult to do over the phone. Um, nowadays, people will ask me and I'll say, no, we're, you know, our basic program is 145. Our hardest program is 245. Um, you know, uh, this is the range you're in. Yep. Uh, you know, so that at least they have a mindset of what they're doing before they come in. Because if they're sure. doing it for free and then all of a sudden you hit them with a ticket and they can't afford it, they're just not coming back. Right. Yep. So I make sure they know ahead of time so that they're at least committed to a price in their mind, um, sure. which is important. And if yeah. you're doing it right, uh, wouldn't you say that um, when you deliver the price, they go, oh, wow, I thought it was going to be more expensive than that. Yeah. I mean, really, uh, that's, it, worth yeah, that. and that's that's all based on how much. Again, like if you can stack enough value um, where you're giving them, hey, you're going to get our leadership book, you're going to get our mentor, you're going to get, you know, for adults, we do diet nutrition information, we have an online portal, everything's in video form. And, you know, it's like, hey, I don't know how you learn. Do you learn by written form? We have curriculum workbooks and, and a bunch of workbooks that you're going to get access to. If you learn better through videos, we have all of it in video. And obviously, you're going to be doing hands on stuff here as well. So like whichever way you learn, you're going to actually learn all this information. Um, so we yeah. like, we really stack a lot of value into that offer. And then again, it's like, Hey, and they're like, Oh, well, Joe down the roads is like $99. I'm like, yeah, but you know, you can go down there, you can get thrown into the normal classes. Like we have all beginner classes for new people. You're going to get all of this stuff that I just told you about. And that's why we charge $600. Like, yeah, you can go down there and get a, you know, a 1970 Volkswagen or you can come up here and get a Ferrari, like whatever you want to do. Yeah, exactly. And value stacking is something that we talk about quite often. I think that school owners don't do enough of, and they don't, I don't think they realize even like, you know, for me, I, I have so many things that I give away or are included or that other schools don't do, but I'm aware of those things. And I just rattle them off and explain it to people. Most of the time, school owners are clueless as what they're actually even giving, you know, yep. what, what would be called. So I, for people who are listening, school owners, you should start taking inventory of 
what you do, what's included, if you don't charge for testing, if you give them a uniform, if uh, they get a free t-shirt or they get an extra private lesson a month, you should have all of that either written out or at least something that's memorized where you could rattle it off. But if it's on paper, that's even better because you could say, look at all the things you get included. And they're like, wow, you know, that's, yep. That's the car sales uh, deal, right? You know, yeah. if you buy a car, you could get the custom wheels, but only if you <laughs> buy the upgraded package. Yep. You know, it's all linked together. I think that that's important. So school and owners even, should definitely do that. And even the idea of discounting versus adding value, right? So like when people want a discount, it's like, oh, well, we don't discount. Like, And I mean, I've had people leave because we don't discount. And I'm like, right. cool, no problem. Like if you want a discount, you're probably not going to be a good fit here anyways. So. Right. Um, you know, we don't discount and, and we actually say like, Hey, we don't discount, but what I can do is I can throw this other thing in for no charge. Right. You know, this is yeah. typically a $200 offer. Um, so if you have a couple of those things, like you said, in your back pocket, when somebody wants a discount, when somebody wants to, uh, you know, knock some money off or whatever, it's like, Oh, we don't do that. But what I can do is I'll throw this in. Just don't tell anybody. Like it'll be one of yeah, our yeah. things that I give you. And by so, the way, if it's a gi, the gi might be worth $100 retail, but we pay $40 or $50. So we're giving a perceived value, but yep. out-of-pocket value is a lot less. But to them, they would pay full retail, so they're making and saving that money. So that's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah, what about um, – I, I, I'm sure – maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you didn't have money problems with up here mentally. So no, we did. I, I, I know that there's been stages in my development, if you will, as an entrepreneur on being able to say, uh, yes, uh, you know, Mrs. Jones, the, the, the price of the program is 169 a month. You know, it's 100 down, 169 a month. And, yep. and like believing in that, uh, can you walk us through it? Maybe if you even remember, can you walk us through maybe some of the progression that you had to do mentally in order to get to where you are now? Because I think that's probably one of the biggest obstacles. Because I, I remember um, uh, Dan Kennedy talking about the fact that you know uh, he gave the price of whatever, and he goes, "You, you, all you, you just got to look in the mirror and keep saying it until you believe it." Like, yeah. you know. Yeah. So anyway, no, I mean, that that is huge. And, and I mean, like I've been around for, you know, our, our gym has been around for, for 12 years, uh, 2009, whatever that is. Um, and I've made every one of these mistakes. That's why, like, I can talk from experience of, hey, I had a $99 a month membership. I had, you know, we started a fitness kickboxing program. We were charging $69 a month for it. Like, uh, and now my fitness kickboxing, we charge 49 a week for um, all of these things, I've had those same mindset blocks. And really what it came down to was educating myself uh, through coaching, through reading books, through uh, masterminds, all of that. So I've spent well over $200,000 in courses. I spend $5,000 a month right now for a mastermind that I'm in um, that I, you know, I pay personally that, you know, business growth um, mastermind that I'm in. Coaching gets you there faster. Um, you a, a good coach is not going to give you tactics. Like they're going to give you tactics. They're going to tell you things that you should be thinking about and things that you should be doing. A good coach is going to break your beliefs. And that coach is going to get you to charge more money. That coach is going to get you to, um, you know, give them two days a week versus unlimited classes. Like the coach's role is actually to break beliefs for you and get you to that next level of business, personal growth, uh, you know, weight loss, whatever it is, you have to have someone there breaking your own beliefs. Uh, and then, you know, the, the growth will happen. 
if you know if I'm if I'm stuck at like I can only charge 99 and I mean I, that's that's what I do like people come in and I I have the same thing like oh how many how many students do you have we have 100 how much money do you make uh, 10,000 a month how much do you charge 150 I'm like oh so you know that you're only really getting $100 a month for all of your clients why is that oh well, I have all the people got grandfathered in at 99 and you know yeah, family yeah. members this and that I'm like okay well one of the things that I'm going to help you work on is getting you to the next level to be able to charge 200. So you have an average ticket of 160. That's what we need. We may, we need you at a hundred students making 16,000 a month um, because now you have that ability to turn people away. You have the ability to advertise. You have the ability to do things you need. Like how are we going to get you there? We're going to charge more money. Do we have to charge current students? Well, not right now, but we should raise the price on them. Um, and again, coaching someone through that um, and, and, like I said, I've made all those mistakes and I've had a coach come and say, why are you doing that? And I'm like, I don't know. I just saw the guy down the road do it. Like, ah, well, that's not a good reason to do something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's and, probably and it, broke. <laughs> and that happens so often. Um, I, I spoke to Stephen Oliver recently and uh, him and I were chatting. We go. To, we used to go to an event every single year, very big event with martial artists. Um, and uh, he would. he and I would talk and he'd go, uh, this is the largest gathering of broke people in the entire world, right? You know, like everyone. And honestly, it's true. Like these are school owners that had the ultimate in talent. Like they were the most amazing martial artists, you know, five students in a garage, you know, they couldn't even afford to buy my book for 20 bucks because if they did, they couldn't eat dinner that night, but they were at this event, you know? Yep. So it's sad that I feel that the industry is plagued with that, you know, the poor man's mentality. And um, I've always been poked at from people too. Like, Oh, look at him. He's a businessman. He's making money, you know? And you know, they, they thought that that was an insult to me. One time someone said to me, Hey, you're, you're like McDonald's the way you market. And I'm like, you thought you were, in, you, you thought you were insulting me, didn't you? And I'm yeah, like, no, thank you really complimented me. Thank you. <laughs> you know, so it's hard for people though. It's a big, tough one, but uh, your, your knowledge is amazing. Well, so I, I think I, I think it also goes back kind of like you said, people that want to grow. Right. So a lot of us are martial artists. We we love martial arts like that is our thing. I've done a lot of live events, um, you know, where I, I teach on stage or whatever, doing these live events with different organizations and associations and things like that. And I'll be teaching. And typically what happens is, you know, you go on break and you get. 10, 15, 20 people that are talking about business. You get, you know, 10, 15, 20 people that are like, oh man, check this technique out. Right. And you can see the divide in the room. The people that are talking about business probably are already somewhat successful. They're trying to get to that next level. They're doing the things, yeah. understanding like the business side. The guys that are only worried about the techniques, only worried about the, the martial arts side are the ones typically that are broke. Um, and like you said, you know, the sad thing is most of those guys in that group are the better martial artists. Um, you know, yeah. they, they are the world champions. They are the, you know, TV stars or whatever, but yeah. they, uh, they don't have any business sense. I, you know, it's funny. My teachers, I've had many of them that were so great as far as martial arts, but so poor. One of my teachers at the end of class, they'd pass a brown paper bag around so they could pay for his food and his rent. And I was so sad by it because, and he had hundreds of students as well. It wasn't that he didn't have the people, they just didn't pay on time or pay yeah. at all or whatever. And also I found it quite interesting. And every time I gathered the bag at the end of the day, when it was everyone put their money in, I'd look in the bag and there would be my only my $20. Everyone <laughs> pretended to put money in. <laughs> No, so it was sad, you know, to see this, and I wish that the industry would change. And by the way, it is to some extent, but I think the divide is there. Like you said, there are many 
business owners that are terrible martial artists as well. Yep. Um, so there's a, there's a, sh uh, you know, big divide there as far as quality, but I think we're out of time. And Dwayne, did you have any close-ups? And you, this well, was a great, great interview. Yeah. I, uh, first off, I, I don't know if you can see that, but uh, even Michael Jordan needed a coach. Yep. Right. So and then I, I wrote. Yeah, I know you put Michael, on there. Michael Jordan, B. Jordan. Jordan. Yeah. No, yeah. I, no, I said Michael B. Jordan because that's the actor versus the. <laughs> oh, I didn't see the B. Play. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Lance, you, one, you have a seminar that's coming up. So, how can people get a hold of uh, that if they want to get on that? And then, if people have questions for you, how can they get a hold of you? Uh, just Lance Trippett on Facebook, Instagram, any of those things. Uh, uh, academykings.com we have um you know information if you're interested in that and then tomorrow the um i don't even know what the i think it's just academy kings or grow my academy we'll we'll drop it in the comments afterwards uh, i don't know what the link is but yeah i'm doing a free webinar tomorrow we already have like 100 people signed up so um should be pretty good some good training some good information um so uh that'll be tomorrow at uh at 12 noon eastern and when you say academykings.com, is that the website? I think so. I don't even know. I don't, I don't think it is. Oh, there, Jonathan dropped it in there. My academy. Yeah. The academy. You know, because I've done that before looking for you, and I typed that in, and you better buy that domain, by the way, right away. <laughs> I have to check. I thought we did buy it. Maybe we didn't turn it yes, on yet. It, yeah, if you bought it and own it, make sure you point it to your growthmyacademy.com. So, listen, it's growtheacademy.com forward slash free hyphen academy hyphen webinar so let me say that again grow the or the grow the academy.com forward slash free hyphen academy hyphen webinar in order to get on that webinar guys yeah in case yeah. they're not watching and it's on it's on our link on facebook right in the in the uh, uh comments section great yeah perfect well i really appreciate it sir very much thank you yeah right. well, anything, i'm always here and then I'm gonna let you know. I'm gonna let you know how the weekly payments go once they start. So yeah, reach out if you have any questions or need any help with it at all. Do do, do I owe you four point three percent? No, okay. I love just I, you know. I told you this before. Like I I literally want academy owners to be um, on the same level as accountants, doctors, lawyers. Like I feel what we do is really honorable, and and we need to raise up the entire industry. Um, and I'm always here to help. That's awesome. Thank you very much for that. Appreciate it. Thanks for coming back on. We'll have you back on in another, you know, few months or something. Great. Anytime. Thanks All so right, much. Dwayne, great seeing you. I like your t-shirt, by the way. And uh, let's play our outro. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Martial Arts School Owner Talk Podcast. This would not be possible if it weren't for the support of our amazing sponsors. Please check out EliteInsights.com for all your website needs. LeadHunterMedia.com, your online digital marketer and content provider. Academy Kings BJJ Growth Consulting and Management at GrowMyAcademy.com. SparkMembership.com, the best darn software for school owner manager on the planet. GetKarateStudents.com, a martial arts growth consulting company for all your school systems. We will see you next time.